Blog Talk Radio. Titus Israel. Let's see who else coming on stage for the nice 
episode. Uh, we see Brother Job Israel meeting Greek Brother Job Israel and sees um he coming on stage to hollering at the microphone and do his part. Brother Job Israel, Yahweh be there be right. Brother Job Israel, Yahweh be there be right. What's wrong with Brother Job? His microphone at WCC. You're working on it. Okay. All right, Brother Job, when you come on the network, Brother Job, uh, say hallelujah, Robbie, we'll know that you're ready to go. But what we're going to do, we're going to go and get something going on by thinking Brother Titus Israel. Look at that. Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. What's that say there, uh, Brother? Titus Israel, what's that say? The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you at the same hour what you ought to say. And at the very same hour, the righteous spirit, what you ought to say. And that's a great thing there. But one thing about this Bible, uh, brother, brother Job, the Bible is not a novel book. And in Psalms 90, 49, verse 4, can you have to see how we need to be plainly what this Bible is all about there, Brother Job? I mean, um, Brother Titus Israel. So, Joe, Brother Joe, when, you, when your microphone is cleared up, just uh, say hallelujah, and we know you're ready to go to help do your part in take number 34. But right now, Brother Titus, look at Psalms 49, verse 4. Can you have those see out in Psalms 49, verse 4 there? Brother Titus, come on. Yes, sir. The book of Psalms, chapter 49, verse 4 reads, I will incline my ear to a parable. I will open my dark sand upon the heart. So you see, this Bible is a, it's got a whole big belly full of dark sand. And that's one of the greatest mysteries in understanding the Bible. This Bible has precepts and dark sand. And let's go to Psalms 79. And we'll look at verse 1 and 2. And then we'll turn to our I.L. He came in the room, so we'll turn over to I.L. And we'll get Get something going on again. So what do Psalm 78, verse 1 and 2 say there, um, Brother Titus? You're going to the book of Psalms, chapter 78, verse 1 and verse 2. Psalm 78, verse 1 reads, Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ear to the words of my mouth. Verse 2. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old. You see that? So, and, and the dark sayings of old is what the world says is done away with is the law. So, so when you understand a dark parable and a dark saying, it is the law. That's the dark saying because Christianity told us we ain't got to keep no more law. But see, that's the dark sand. 
know, he said, this thing ain't going to get so dark where you don't have so many believing you can come up another way. So we're going to hold it right there, um, young mind, and we're going to bring in uh, our elder. He'll tell you all about the broadcast, and we'll get back on it, no doubt about it. So we love to say a protocol anyway. So when you meet our elder with a loud voice, we say, elder, Mr. Kills. Y'all right. And Yahweh bless you, see as well. See, Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Well, one thing about it, Fox Hell, they lit it. And the curtain hell went up. So uh, we come on this radio broadcast to do our part. So um, you know that's the only reason you come on the radio and do your part. So what we do, we'll turn it over to you. Well, you can do your part. Yahweh, I'll be with you. It's all yours. Come on. Once again, Yahweh, bless you. Serious. Thank you for bringing me into tonight's work. And it's usually among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. That's a good thing. Because the more people that want to hear the word of Yahweh, the more we can reach out to those that want to receive the word as it should be written and spoken. You'd be surprised at how many people out there take the Bible and try to turn it around in another direction. It's almost hard to believe that people would actually do that, change the word of Yahweh into their own understanding. And what do you do when you know this word and you're taught right by this ministry? You're supposed to reach out and speak on that, which you've heard that is not correct. And actually, we're reminded of that in Leviticus chapter 5. Verse number one, and it says, If a soul sin, I hear the voice of swearing, and is a witness, where he has seen or known it, and he do not utter it, then he shall bear its iniquities. And that's sin. So you can have an unspoken sin. We talk about that also in this program. You hear the word of Yahweh just being misused, and you learn this word correctly, you're supposed to reach out and correct those who will drop Because, you know, we all came to hear things that most of us can hear, and some listening never understand. But Yahweh's ministry makes all this misunderstanding possible. Most of us came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching that some looking can never find. These are the misinformed. That's what I've been trying to explain. The misinformed can do none of these things. This is why the words of Yahweh that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. You have to be aware by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, we're the ones given the knowledge to know there's those out there that camouflage the evil and mostly confused teachings and overly loud bumps and gums contest for righteous learning. As I said, even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that don't. This is why we're here, to help guide you through these dark times. Wow, pump the gums for righteous learning. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's Ministry. It comes to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost, about Yahweh's Word. Learning how to connect the Bible books, your health, foods you should eat, and keep in the Sabbath days. We do all this because you have not. 
this information you came to seek and have now found it in the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Yadza. We're open unto you on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. These are the normal days we're open from 6 to 9 p.m. And on Friday, it's the top part of 7. That day, we're open at 7.30 to 10.30 online. The bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this, open up any search engine and write on that search line, type tribeyada.com. After you click enter, once again, look for the word tribeyada.com, dash Israelite. Just under a big lion, you'll see choices. One will be ties and all. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, on any other device, you possibly may see menu. After clicking this, you'll still see choices. But doing this, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, you kindred to the people. Give unto the Yahweh, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a true forgiver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures you read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus says Yahweh. Also for building the school, which I think is very well needed. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Yahweh. Also out there, don't forget to check out our calendar. The calendar will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during live broadcast time. To get there, just enter three words this time of Yaqua Radio Live. Right on that search one. After clicking enter, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, Tribe of God Dog. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into a live online broadcast. We even have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua Online. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. We also have an international number of 224-600-5579. This is where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six million accounts of Yahweh's ministry. I do have to emphasize Bible scriptures by calling the same number. Do not call trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you'll only hear a discouraging click followed by a doubt. By calling the same number, you can order what our members know. It's a 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. 
On another note, we might ask while we're saying this, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. You'll see he's pretty busy with the WCC, New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, announcing many memos, even now in addition to that, for Latter day Saints. So please use that international line I mentioned, 224 600 And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear that discouraging doubt. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our program, you can always catch the entire recorded show after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do this, just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. After clicking it, for the voice of the Trizolites, Tribe of Yata. Just choose the program that you are late logging onto or any previous day that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal broadcast, broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Caltalk. Caltalk can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Just make sure you've downloaded the Caltalk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Delta. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening to participants where Yaqua's Word will also be working for your Bible education. On my there to answer if more topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with the Seer Israel, writing a shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off the topics or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Palm Talk. I'll be with you all. But that continuing reminder that we always give. When we're giving the scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh, not that of confusion. So doing this, we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that we think. Make sure they comply to the Bible and can be backed up by Bible scripture. But this time, we'll turn our program back to our senior Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. That's right. Make, make sure if you um, produce your calls, and have a backup system. And like we did say, um, we put out the invitation for um, the pastors that be listening to the broadcast. We got plenty of space um, south, north, east, west of the temple. And we can put up a table anytime. And so if any preacher that thinks that we're saying anything wrong, that we that we can't back it up, it, we, uh, we definitely have the young lions will entertain any of the preachers in their whole congregation because we got plenty of space. And we very courtesy where we'll let you get on the microphone and talk as long as you want to because class starts at 12 o'clock on Saturday. And you can get out there and the elder will make sure you got microphones everywhere where you can sit down and right back and talk in your microphone. So if you feel that anything we're saying wrong, 
produce your call and come to temple number one or call for details of six zero zero five five seven nine and there's no way yet and, and one other camps can attain within seventy miles. Because what we saying that Sunday's wrong, not the wrong day according to the Bible. Uh, we saying that you know, um we met the, the pastor of a big congregation on the bus yesterday and he said, you know, since the Jews been back in the land and um what does he say? He said something else that's on yesterday's tape. I ain't going back over it. But the Jews is a misnomer name for Judah. And the birth certificate of the children of Israel is Exodus chapter 1, 1 through 7. They got nobody named Judah. That is a, that is a misnomer name for Judah. And the word Gentile was never in no, no manuscript. That's a new word added. It means nation. What's supposed in there was nation. And now you got to figure out what nation it is, and, and he'll give you that right spirit to tell you what nation you're talking about. Because Gentile only means nation. It don't mean of anybody. But I can say again, but we invite anybody, congregation, to come to you, produce your call, show forth your strong reason. My brother Titus, look up that verse. Uh, show forth your strong reason, and we'll get back to what we own. So, in the book of Isaiah, it talks about you know, come, come, come to the camping camp one, two, three, four, five, six, wait, okay, that and bring your strong reason on why you do why you call him Lord God and Jesus and Jehovah Jireh and Nisi. Bring forth your strong reason. So we uh, definitely want to entertain because the time is at hand. And matter of fact, it's, um, hey, Elder, can you tell me what the word urgent means? U-R-G-E-N-C-E. What does that word urgent mean, that Elder, Mr. Chill? Uh, can you spell that U-R-G-E-N-C-E. again? U-R-G-E-N-C-Y. What do the word urgent mean? Let's find what that word means, and let's see, let's see if we get a good definition on what the word urgent means. Well, off the top of my head, most people should know what the urgent word urgent means, but if they desire to look it up, urgent is something right. that you do right away. That's important. It's of great importance, and that's what we use as urgent. You got to be at your job on time. That's urgent. So it indicates a necessity. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but see, we come on these networks, and we and we just uh in uh first Thessalonica, first Thessalonica, uh, elder. In the fifth chapter, the reason why we said we'll take a look at it because we got something written in first Thessalonica chapter five, elder. It's something written here. And, and let's see what's written in First Thessalonians chapter five. There, you know. See, the reason we 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 said what we said because in First Thessalonians chapter five, you know, let's see if we find that verse. 
and see what's written. Give me a Bible. And we're going to um, take a look at verse 20 and 21. Yeah, well, we believe that's close enough. First Thessalonians chapter okay. 5, verse 21, you know. Let's see what that's saying. Okay. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 20 and 21. What that say? First Thessalonians chapter 5, reading verses 21 and 22. 20, no, 21 22. Pick up verse yeah, 2 0. And 22. Now, pick up, now pick up the verse 2-0, Okay, uh, 20. Yeah, pick up verse 20, and let's walk into what we're looking for. Despise not prophesying. Right. 21. 21. Hold fast that which is good. Hold fast that which is good. Now verse 22. 22. Abstain from all appearance of evil. You see that? And, and prove, all, prove all things and, and stay away from anything that have appearance of evil. That's the game changer right there, Elder. So that's why we, that word urgent, according to their dictionary, it tells us a call for Immediately, attention, pressing, press down hard. That means get at it. That's the word means to get at it immediately. I mean, don't put it off. Just the Almighty saying, don't put off what he got written in his Bible. Don't have it as your afterthought or something that you can um, be persuaded to cameo this thing. I immediately take care of Yahweh's bit, the four-letter man, Y-H-W, immediately, and give it all you got. And, um, Brother Titus. Yes, sir. Did you find Isaiah um, that we're looking for as we need? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What does it say? Call your verse out for the national audience, and then we're going to check on Brother Job and see have uh, the WCC y'all uh, got his microphone ready to uh, uh, in take number 34. What did it say about, what did it say about, uh, um, in Isaiah you read now, young line? Yes, sir. The book of Isaiah is here, chapter 41. Verse 21 reads, Isaiah 41, verse 21 reads, Produce your cause, said Yahweh. Bring forth your strong reason, said the king of Israel. You see that? So produce your cause. So let any pastor think that what we saying on any lesson have any kind of disturbance in it. Produce your cause. Come with your your big dignitaries and we'll stretch the table out for you and the young lions will entertain you with 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 a with what's called a good spirit. They'll pass the microphone to you. And let you uh, produce your call. Then, once you get through uh, producing your call, then they'll go in the Bible and um, uh, here's your call lines up with the book. That's it. That's how we roll. Because we know that we got a calling from the Almighty. And you say you got a calling from the Almighty. But we, we know that everything that you say and you do is contrary to the Bible. 
So we'll find out when you decide to make the call at 224-600-5579 and let us know that you're going to bring your your big dignitaries to Camp 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and sit out there in the open space with the microphone that, that we've got plenty of microphones for you and just produce your call. You know, if you, if you, if we won't know why you keep Sunday. We won't know why you eat hogs. We won't know why you use Lord God and Jesus. We won't know why you don't wear no friendship. We won't know. So you produce your call. We won't know why you think that it's going to be a, a three and a half year or seven year rapture. You're going to be up, up in the way and be leaving here. I want to know where you get that from, that you're going to be leaving here. Huh? You want to know? Let's see if I brought Job and, and see have his microphone have been cleared up. And let's find out. Hey, brother Job, Israel, Yaqua BTSC Royal. Yaqua bless you, Seer Israel of Seed Royal. Hallelujah. All right, brother Job, microphone ready to go. So now, um, so now, young line, we was, um, we put the invitation out for the pastor. Now let's let's look at something in Matthew chapter thirteen. Let's put it to the right side of the book. Matthew chapter thirteen. And and Brother Job had me um Mark chapter four, nine through eleven, so I'm making a move on it right now for the time we come back with you and tell you take off, you'll be ready to go. Mark chapter four, nine through eleven. But now you're online. Let's look at um, Matthew chapter 13, verse 13, 34, and 35. What does it say there? The book of Matthew, chapter 13, verse 13, 34, and 35. Matthew chapter 13, verse 13 reads, Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they see it, see not. And hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. Verse 34 reads, All these things spake, Yahweh the Son, unto the multitude in parables. And without a parable spake he, not unto them. Verse 35, That it might be fulfilled, was spoken by the seer, saying, I will open my mouth in parables, I will utter things, which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and what a, a elder of the what have been kept secret from the foundation of the world in Deuteronomy 29, 29. So he said, he said, I'm going to open my mouth in parables, and I'm going to talk about dark things that have been kept secret foundation of the world. And, and what is that secret have been hid from our eyes and ears there, and Deuteronomy 29, 29, what does it say? Elder Gustav, Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. What what have been kept secret from us since the foundation of the world there, Elder Gustav? Deuteronomy 29, Chapter 29, verse number 29 says, 
The secret things belong unto the Yahweh, our Yahweh. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. So, so hell what they kept secret from us is the law. Because we, we let the Christian pastors tell our soul mothers and fathers the law done away with. That's why you ain't got to keep that Friday night ceremony no more. Sunday. Because the law has been done away with. You see that? So, that? so that's the secret thing we got to bring out. And we and we love to ask uh, those that keep Sunday, this is the pastor in front of the congregation, why do you keep Sunday? Why do, you, why do you tell the people to come and you be there behind the roster on Sunday? Come on, that what's been here from you is the day of tonight, the Saturday night. Because even um, the female, Oprah, she uh, she got a rule awakening, but now did she make the uh, adjustment on it? I don't know. You know, sooner or later, we'll get the call and, and tell us that Oprah make the adjustment after she found out that she was worshiping on the wrong day. See, once, once the person finds out he's doing something wrong, he's going to say, oh, i got to make a adjustment according to the Bible when you're doing something yeah, well. wrong. For your first job... Uh, working as an intern with yes. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. So she said she stands for correct, to be corrected. You know, I like uh, somebody that represents Oprah Winfrey to call the international line 224-600-5579. Since she made a statement out on mouth that she stands for correction. See, a lot of people can't stand for correction, but she, she came humble and said she stands for correction. Now, what, now what's doing? I don't know. But we'll find out later. Hey, Brother Joe, what you got? What, what's working with that, Brother Joe? Come on, Brother Joe. Mark chapter 4, yeah, verse 9 through 11. Mark chapter 4, verse 9. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. <laughs> Verse number 10. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. Verse 11. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of of the kingdom of Yahweh. But 
unto them that are without. All these things are done in parables. He said, though, he said now, he's saying those that's without. He said now, why are you speaking to them in parables? He said, I'm not really speaking in parables. He said, have you noticed that they is without? And everything you say, once you're without, and you're not bumping shoulders, that it, it, it's going to get away from you. You're going to be hearing it, but you're not going to really understand it. And, and then y'all are going to take it away from you, the little part that you do, and you wonder why the little part that they do give you, and you can't remember. You can't remember that the Bible is dark sands and parables. This Bible got dark sands and parables, and then you be thinking you're reading a novel because you can read, and, and it's dark sands parables pertain to the law and and, and he will do nothing but reveal his secret to his servants of fear. So, and, and, and we lose our focus in on that. So, when the seer, uh, young man, was sitting there with the angel in Second Ezra chapter 14, there, um, he was, the angel was sent down to Ezra. And around by 539 B.C., when they were in the Babylonian captivity. So, the, so now Ezra, he was the man of the hour at the time, and he, yeah, he didn't understand what was going on in captivity. So now here comes the angel to speak with him, to inform him, to inform the children of the captivity. So let's read some of this conversation going on, uh, Brother Titus and Jack and Ezra 14, and we'll pick up verse 10. And uh, Elder, the wisdom of Solomon, chapter 6, verse 17, we'll read a little bit of that. And Brother Job had me wisdom of Solomon 14, verse 12. So I had, had him be patting them verses down at a time, and we will take care of it. But right now, we want to find out something from the young line. And second is the 14, verse 10. Hey, hey Brother Titus, this read what's getting up. Book of second Ezra, the seer, chapter 14, verse 10 reads, For the world had lost its youth. And the time begins to wax old.
That is about 25 years. Five years. 2,500 years away. 2,500 years away. Now, watch what the angel said to him. 2,500 years away. Let's find out something. Come on. Jaganazah chapter 14, verse 11. For the word is divided into 12 parts, and the yes. part of it are gone already. And have wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, hold, 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 hold on that, young man. I'll just take your time because you own something. Now, we, now, now, we, now, put a clock in your mind what he, what, what he just said. Put it as a clock in your mind. A clock. A nice clock. Now, back up again, young man, and take your time when you bring that out again. Yes, sir. Uh, pick up at verse 11. No, yeah, pick it back up again about the clock again. Yes, sir. All right. Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 11. For the world is divided into 12 parts. And the 10th okay, part. Okay, good. Well, hold that point right there. The world is divided into 12 parts. Now, I think I hear um, daughter Yahweh. Close to a microphone. I think I'm hearing daughter Yahweh. Let me, let me make sure. Cause here, you know, I think we hearing daughter Yahweh. And but no. I, I, I want to holler on that microphone myself a little bit. Let me make sure I'm hearing the right thing. Daughter Yahweh, Yahweh, did you see right? Well, I thought I heard daughter Yahweh. I thought I did. It was definitely middle <laughs> Not here, right? It's just it's the time. I thought I heard daughter. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, I'm ready to holler in that microphone. Um, now come on back again. Now, now take the time again. Say it. What what'd you say again? Uh, um, Brother Titus. Yes, sir. Second Ezra, chapter fourteen, verse eleven. Read. For the world is divided into twelve parts, and the tenth part of it are gone already. Yeah, stop right there. Now the world is divided into ten parts. That's 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 big business. Now it's big business. Um Brother Joe, the world is divided into, into twelve parts. What world are you talking about there? That's divided into twelve parts. We go on to um um what verse we need, uh what verse we need there, just over there in Isaiah? What verse we need? Uh, let, me get, yeah, let me get back there. Yeah, let me get there. Yeah. What, what verse we need, Paul, Brother Joseph, to see about the world is divided into 12 parts? Let's, 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 uh, let's find out what world he's talking about. The world is divided into 12 parts. Let's find out. Yeah, yeah. But Joe, I mean, um, young lion. Yes, sir. What are we reading in the book of Isaiah? That the world is divided. That about this world. Yes, sir. We're going to the. We're just chopping you up. All we're doing is chopping you up. That's all we're doing there, young lion. That's right. Chopping you up. That's right. Verse three. 
All right, we're going out. Yes, sir, Isaiah 45, verse 17. Isaiah All right, Brother Joe. Yeah, 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 but let, uh, let Brother Joe get that. 47. Isaiah 45, verse 6. Uh, 45, verse 17, now, Brother Joe. Hallelujah. 45, verse 17. And it reads, 45, verse 17, But Israel shall be saved in the Yahweh with an everlasting salvation. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded. World without end. Mm-hmm. So remember, see, remember when the young lion first came on the broadcast, we was reading about dark sands and sands of old and showing you this Bible is not a novel. So right then and there, when the angel came to Ezra and around 539 B.C., he was talking about the world of Israel. He was letting them know they... They are 12 pieces, uh, Brother Job, and, and at the time, in 49-28 of Genesis there, Brother Job, they had some over their head that right now and have got away from them. In Genesis 49-28 there, Brother Job, it's something that they had going on at that time, by the time Ezra got a hold of it. He was no longer there anymore. So, in, in Genesis 49, 28, Brother Joe, can you help those say out? In 49, 28, what is it saying, Brother Joe? I'm okay. ready there now. Genesis 49, 28. And, and it reads this. Genesis what is that? 49, Verse 
they were dripping in blessings. But by the time the elder got a hold to it, they was in captivity. So now the angel come into memory. The angel tell him about, look, Brother Joe, you got to go back to find out that you was all that. But now you're in captivity because you have done something contrary to what the law. So that's the reason you're in captivity, and the reason we're in captivity today is because of the law. We got no urgency to the law. Come on back there, young lad, for Titus. Yes, sir. All right, I'm at uh, second address, the 14th chapter. All right, I'm in the middle of verse 11. Second address, chapter 14, verse 11. For the word is divided into 12 parts, and the 10th part of it are gone already. And hold that point. Well, hold that point. Now, I just made a circle on my paper. And, and we, we're using a clock, for example. He says, look at this as the 12 tribes of Israel. And Israel is the world that the angel is talking about. He said, a tenth part of this world, of Israel's world, is gone already. So now, what's left if ten parts of twelve is gone? Then, what else you say behind that? Uh, young man, what's the next thing? You, 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 so ten parts is gone. And Understand it, 
long as you poking at this thing, you got to get in where you've been in it, then Yahweh release open it up to you, but you got to follow his rules and regulations, not the world rules and regulations, because you're not going to be able to compete by serving two mouths. He's not going to allow you to understand but just the itty bitty piece of what we're trying to bring to you because you're without. But once you come in, then Yahweh will restore, and then you'll start seeing things more plainer. So that was, so that was the early part of the lesson was about. So now, imagine a clock 2,500 years ago. The angel is coming to tell Ezra. It's the timeline you in right now. Is that you ten forty five in your days twenty five hundred years ago. So when when he got to talking to Ezra, it was nothing but an hour and fifteen minutes left twenty five hundred years ago. So that's the reason we read that definition about urgent. You can't keep on putting this off. Because if it's 2,500 years ago, it was hour and 15 minutes left, imagine what time you're in right now. See? Study driving your feet on Yahweh's word. Read a little bit more. Read a little bit more. Yes, sir. Second Ezra chapter 14. I meant verse 13. Read. Now, therefore, set your family in order and reprove yes. your people. Uh-huh. Come for such a death. As be in trouble and now renounce. Go ahead. And now I get excited. I get excited. Listen, you the seal's job is to reprove your people. And we try to reprove those that got here and here. Listen, we've been taught wrong. Every move we make, and that's why we, we invite you to bring your pastor to one of the camps. We'll give you the microphone. The elder got four, five microphones. You got nice tables to put out there in the yard. Produce your call. Your, um, your, um, Isaiah 41, 21. Tell us why you keep signing. Tell us how did you become a Christian. The history of this world they started from. Tell us about what did Pope Nicholas V through in 1441. Do you know when you was in Portugal and Spain in 1441, the Pope Nicholas V put out a decree. Those that do not convert to Christianity take their kids, send them over to both different lands. The parents was running behind the ship trying to get their kids back because either you convert to Christianity, the parents was, they, they were killing their own kids. They didn't want to be a Christian. And all you had to do pull up Pope Nicholas the Bill. What did he do in 1441 and 1442? What, he, what islands did he send your kids to? For not for your parents not being a Christian. Now they look at you like you stop. 
when you say you're not a Christian because you don't have a history. Your purpose killing you. Read, you know, read when the first slave trade started in Portugal and Spain in 1441, 1442, before you went to Brazil, you know why you went there? But not converting to being a Christian. Why are you preaching on? Don't tell you that. Why? We like to ask you. Do you know what happened in 1441? Do you know your, your, that they done you some damage for not being a Christian? That's why the slave trade started. It's not in West Africa, 1619, that ain't done it. That's tough change. You got to go back and pull up Pope Nicholas V in 1441. That's when the slave trade started. Why? Because you didn't want to be a Christian. So the king, by the decree of Pope Nicholas V, said, send him to slavery. Send them everywhere. Take their kids. Take them to these four islands. You look up the five to four islands here. Well, we got already Christian missionaries there to train your babies over to be good Christians. Your parents of old, when they bounced out there, they killed their own babies to not to be a Christian. Now, you proudly a Christian. And that's why we have to bring you the dark says of old is your history that you do not know. You, children of Israel. Huh? The one you call Christian, African American, and Negro. Let's look it up. Pope Nicholas Deville. What did he do in 1441 to you? That's all. I want to ask your preacher there. Ask your preacher, why are you a Christian? Why are you up on a religion and not up on the law? I like to know. Bang, bang, come, come, come. Come on back, read a little bit more there, young man. Read a little bit more. Yes, sir. All right, back to Second Ezra chapter 14. All right, I'm in the middle of verse 13. Mm-hmm. Come for such of them as be in trouble. And now we now corruption. Verse 14. Let go from you mortal thoughts. Cast away the burden of man. And put off now the weak nature. He said cast off the burden of men. And put off that weak nature. Because if all you can quote is what your pastor said, never what the Bible says. You just quote man. Men. No. When do you quote the Bible? Like the preacher said to me, well, you know, the Jews over there in the land of Israel. So I turn my back and wipe my eyes and turn back around it. That's why you see it still with two handkerchiefs. There's a reason I have two handkerchiefs. Because every time I see a preacher, he makes me cry. Because how you doing the people's in the mind, and, you, and they really think they they own something, and they've been lying to you like a rug. But they really believe they own something. They're not on anything. What they're going to get you is get you thrown in the bottom of the liquor fire. 
Okay, good. That's good enough for that. Come on, come on, our elders. Give me my wisdom of Solomon chapter 6 and pick up verse 17 and read a little bit, elders. Let's see if we can get a little bit more of this. Wisdom of Solomon chapter 6, verse 17, our elder, Mr. Tiff, come out. Verse 17 says, For the very true beginning of her is the desire of discipline, and the care of discipline is love. Read that again, Bill. Read it, read it again. Read, read that verse again. Listen to that verse real carefully. Uh, Wisdom of Proverbs 16, I mean 6, verse 17, what did it say? Verse number 17 says, For the very true beginning of her is the desire of discipline, and the care of discipline is love. You check. Go ahead. My book. Make sure I'm in the wisdom of Solomon. Six seventeen, and keep, keep reading to it. Yeah. Get my point. Keep giving it a okay. bit more. Eighteen, and love is the keeping of her laws, and the giving. Wait a minute. Key. Wait a minute. Love is what? Okay, eighteen, and love is the keeping of her laws oh. and the give, and oh. Oh. giving Go ahead. and the giving heed unto her laws is the assurance of incorruption. Immortality. Immortality. I mean, of discipline is love. 18. And love is the keeping of her laws 
and the giving heed unto her laws is the assurance of incorruption. You mean by keeping the laws the assurance of incorruption? I mean, you're going to stretch out in this life. But y'all won't wake you back up. You got to understand something. This is the dark things that have been hid from you. I like to ask you, preachers, why? Some is the wise <laughs> man ever lived. He says to get the Almighty's attention in his word called love, you got to be keeping the law. But then you uh-huh. say, but we ain't got to keep no more law. It's been done away with. But according to Solomon, say, this will he'll get you from being incorruptible. This will get you where when you lay down, you get back up the right way. Now, 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 Brother Joe, give me that 1412. Now, I can stand that 1412 now um, out of wisdom. I'm talking that, Brother Joe, Israel. Now, I can stand that 14, verse 12. What is that, Brother Joe? 1412. Mark 1412, and it reads, excuse me, Mark 1412. See that seen they may see and not perceive and hearing. I'm in the wisdom of Solomon 14 verse 12. Hey, young man, pick it up on me. Okay, 14 verse 12. In the wisdom of Solomon. I can can read that. 14 verse 12. In the wisdom of Solomon. 13, 14, verse 12, and they read, <clears throat> For the driving, for the de- devising of idols was the beginning of spiritual fornication, and this and the inevitable invention invention of them the corruption of life. So, when we do the idol thing, he said, I bet a man that you ain't going to make it. He says, I bet you're not going to make it if you do things contrary to this book. That's what he's saying. He's, now, the wise man in the world let you know, uh, if you get in a spiritual fornication, it's when you ignore this law that's in this Bible. See, when you ignore what this man tell you to do, that is spiritual fornication. And that's going to get you, when it's all said and done, woke up and thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. That's what he's saying. And so that's why we um, we take our time and and we be, that urgent word was used because uh, Brother Titus uh, and Luke 14, 23, why we use the word called while we use this word, urgent, and because that verse was full in 1423, and that's why we come on the broadcast to urge you to take a look at this. If you think your pastor owns something, then bring him and let him get on the microphone with his big, dig- big dignitaries, and we'll see the tape out from him, out for us, 
our lines are up, they have good courtesy, and let them step out a little bit. Got plenty of microphones. Produce your call while you are committing spiritual fornication by not keeping nothing written in this Bible and taking everybody tied to your hip where you're going. And, and um, let's look at WCC fast.
Yeah. And you try and yesterday lesson with this one, and you come up with something pretty good. So now, so, so that's why we pumble young line. Yes, sir. 14, 2, and 3, and that's why we humble, and this is what we said, and this is our calling to do for those that got here to hear. Luke, chapter 14, verse 23 says what? The book of Luke, chapter 14, verse 23, read, and Yahweh said unto the servant, go out to the highway and hedge it, and compel them to come in that my temple may be seen. Mm-hmm. You see that? He said, go out and compel them. And that's what we're doing. we compelling you to come, come, come. Come to the sixth anointed camp. So I'm sure. Listen. Compel them to come in. You remember what Brother Joe wrote, uh, read over there in Luke, I mean Mark 4, 9 through 11? Those that without everything gonna be said to you, it's gonna be like a parable to you. He's not gonna allow you to understand this, but it'll be the peace. Then when you try to explain it, it don't get away from you. Why? Because you got the bump shoulder. Compel them to do what again? Compel them to come in. Come in. Great. That my temple. Maybe it's it. Take that stuff. Take that stuff. See? Compel them to come in for a temple to be filled. And then when the heads get together, then you'll start looking at this thing a little more clear. You'll see where that land is making them all four sides. Gardens got to be put in the land. Schools got to be put up. Banquet hall got to be put up. Radio station got to be put up. You got to prepare a way for your loved ones to come. They have a place to understand, but they got you got to come in. Come, come, come. According to Luke 14, 23, Yahweh the one said, Come, got to hear to hear. Compel them to come in. When? Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday. That is the blessed day of Yahweh. The first day of the week is not from Yahweh. That's from the other guy. That's when faith sit up his side. Contrary to the truth. Right? Let's get a precept on that. Now, Nehemiah was on the clock there, young lion. Yes, sir. So, Nehemiah was on the clock. And 2.16, let's see what Nehemiah had on his mind. And what was told to Nehemiah there, you know what I mean? Let's see what Nehemiah got, what he working with. Nehemiah, chapter 2, verse 16. Let's read a little bit, young lion. Come on. The book of Nehemiah, this here, chapter 2, verse 16, reads. And the rulers knew not whether I went or what I did, neither have I, as yet told it to Yadah Judah, nor to the priests. Nor to the nobles, nor to the rulers, nor to the rest that did the work. Verse 17. Verse 17. Then said I unto them, 
You see the distress that we are in. How Judah lied wait, and the gates thereof are burnt with fire. Come, let us build up the wall of Judah, that we be no more a reproach. Verse 18. Yeah.
In the book of Revelations, chapter 14, reading verse number 6, it says, And I saw another angel, minister spirit, fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, and kindred, and tongue, and people. Wait a minute. He asked, he asked the what? What did he have? The angel came and brought the what else? What did he say in verse 6? What he had in his hand in a robe, he had the what else? What a little audio. Reading that verse 6 again, I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and every country and tongue and people. Hmm. Yes, the everlasting gospel. The gospel means word, the word means the covenant. Everlasting covenant. It is for all nations. The angel came for all nations. We're going to leave that right there. But that's what he came. But what he had is to let John know. So he saw another angel come. And he brought the everlasting covenant. Hmm? Now, let's preach up that a little bit and find out uh, a little bit more about that. We are uh, going off uh, young lines. We go on to Proverbs chapter 2, 1 through, 1 through 12 and 22. And Brother Joe, tell me Matthew 13, verse 44, down to verse 46. Let's, we, we, let's take a look at that one verse up there. We, let's take a look at this, what's going on. Now, what do you mean by he had the gospel of the everlasting covenant? See, it's going to need to speculate anything. He will give you the precepts. But you got to come, 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 come in to get it. You can't, you ain't going to get it the way you think you're going to get it? No. It'll get away from you every time. Then when you thought you had it, then so you think you're ready to say somebody and get away from you. And you want to know what will happen. Tell you. Because he told you, he told you, go, they should not serve it. Compel them to come in to the fixed anointing account. Come, come, come. Huh? The radio broadcast is for those that outside of seventy miles. If you are if you within seventy miles of the six and on the count, you go be the first one in, the last one in. Then Yahweh will increase your understanding. You won't be thumbing around this thing, but you're not gonna get it no other way. That's what he said. Compel them to come, 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 come. Now, watch the young line deal with what we just got through talking about. Again, the wisdom of Solomon, the Solomon, the wise man in the world. We're in Proverbs 2, 1 through 12 and 22. Watch the young line deliver the knockout blow. Come on. Yes, sir. The book of Proverbs, chapter 2, verse 1 through 12 and 22. Proverbs, chapter 2, verse 1 reads, My son, if you will receive my word, and hide my commandments 
with you. Verse 2. So that you decline your ear unto wisdom and apply your mind to understanding. Verse 3. Yea, if you cry after knowledge, if lifted up your voice for understanding. Verse 4. If you seek in her as silver and search it for her as for hid treasures. Verse 5. This you understand. Hold on, young man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean I just can't just pick this book up on class time, just get in it and uh, uh, he said, no. He said, you can't do it like that. No, uh-uh. You got to do the verse four. He said, when it comes down to his work, he said, this is how you got to do his work. Read again in verse four. Listen to what he's saying, what you got to do. He, he Imagine you have um, just bought a house. It's a regular house somewhere. And uh you in a real estate people say, How much you want for this? How much you want for this house, real estate man? And the house is the house is uh really broke down. So you come out there and look at the house, but you was just, you, you had your foot your foot so was all over the ground. Your foot was, was all over the ground, and you was moving. You was you were taking your and you was moving the dirt back, and all of a sudden, you was moving the dirt back, and you seen some gold there. And you looked around the real estate people don't see, you, and you put your foot a little bit more, you seen some more gold there. Gold right here. So then you go to the real estate man. So how many say you want this place? Well, I want to. Two thousand. Oh, I'll throw it out. Baby, come and go get the Cash your check. Get this man that money. Because you know that the house is in a shambles. But it's gold buried by the porch. That's how you got to look at this word. This word got all the gold you need in it. Yeah, but you ain't going to get it by taking a little hit at it and think you know him something. You ain't getting nothing that way. You got to be like number four. Read again that young line. I've got to have it. Read verse four again. Yes, sir. The book of Proverbs, chapter two, verse four. If you seek as her as silver and search it for her as for her treasure, Go ahead. Verse 5. Did you understand the fear of Yahweh and find the knowledge of Yahweh? He said something. He hit the man saying. He hit the man saying. You just can't hit this a lick. You can't hit a lick of this saying. Oh, I got it. Oh, I got it now. No, you ain't got nothing. You're going to be all over the place. No. You got to spend some time in this. You got to follow the rules and regulations to understand this book. You can't pick this book up because class or I come to seven day. I don't pick up my Bible to the seven day. But then you're breaking all the violations of the rules and regulations. You got to. Let me uh, bring mother and go, mother, mother, look here. Now, you you know I want to holler that microphone too bad. You 
Psalm 1 and Moses out of Camp 1, and I love hollering that microphone. Because one thing about it, I know as long as I holler this microphone and lead the way and show it by example, and when them and when them young women see my example, they'll come, 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 and put some urgency about themselves. So, Mother E, travel y'all down to the one of Moses out of Camp 1. Y'all probably be there see right Yahweh bless you, Israel. I see you, God. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, Mother E. And we know Mother E will be giving a commentary a little bit later. So she will give a commentary because the deck is stacked. And matter of fact, we see um, Sister Sarah. We don't know if she um, she got that microphone going. You know, I don't know. Uh, Sister Sarah, is she coming on stage on Chase 34 hard in that microphone? I don't know. We'll find out.
kind of be that way. Right? Okay. So, um, um, in fact, we see another one of the most worn line, young line, coming out of the den. We're going to find out if he's coming peacefully. And if, he, if he's coming peacefully, we got to meet in Greece and young line, Brother Micaiah, by saying, Brother Micaiah, travel Yacht out of Judah, one of them up and coming teachers out of Camp 1. Yahweh, I bless you there. Say Israel. Oh, Leroy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We know um, we are live on, on this broadcast. Uh, is there anything you want to bring to the national audience uh, before we uh, get back with the other young line? Uh, so is there anything you want to bring to the table about who all care to broadcast and what the Almighty put on you to tell them? You're on the clock. Come on. All right, says we're C. Roy. Want to first and foremost let everybody know that we are broadcasting on. Well, we know we live right now on Blog Talk Radio, and you can tune in and, and that right now at Power Talk as well. But we also be broadcasting on Facebook. You can catch us on Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y. You can type in those keys on that one I Satan telephone or that one I Satan smart TV and that one I Satan laptop and desktop. You can type in the keys for your Facebook, T-T-Y, once again. You can tune in to any one of the previous broadcasts. We have previously recorded on Talk Talk Radio. You can also catch us on Facebook and tune in to Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, you can tune in to our YouTube page at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, um, if you have any questions and comments for the Flower Talk radio station or for Voices of the True Israel Life, you can call in to the international phone line at 224-600-5579. Once again, you can call in to the international phone line for questions and comments at 600-5579. We always ask you all to take notes, write down your notes. We also ask you all to ask questions after you write down your notes and go over the previous um, broadcast that you had listened to and you wrote your notes in, if you can't keep up with the, uh, with the turning of the scriptures, uh, we ask you all to go back over your notes, listen to the previous broadcast that you wrote down your notes, and take your time and re-listen to the previous broadcast that you're tuning into at this very moment or any of the other ones that you had tuned into before. Because we want you all to get a clear understanding about what's the scriptures we are bringing to the table from Yahweh through the fear of Israel of Steve Roy, tribe of Judah, and the elders and the teachers. So we ask you all to write down your notes, ask questions, and call in to the international line at 224-600-5579. And if we can't get you an answer at that very moment, we ask you to give us a Daniel chapter 2, 
verse 16. You give us a little time, and we'll come back and give you the answer that you need from the pages of the book. Once again, we ask you all to tune in, be big ears and look mouth, and we say hallelujah. Over to you, says where of seed wood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, um, I might, uh, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, excellent, young line. We want to get back to the other young line. And we were throwing out something about how we got to operate this thing. We got to put some time in this thing because, you know, make his move once he recognized those understanding and they can't be fumbling all around at time of point. And that's why we invited those that on the international side, those that got this got their pastors they've been paying a tithe, free will offering, donation to to we invite them to come sit sit with the young lions out there on south, east, north, west a lot available anyone you want to be comfortable with. And the elder got all the microphones you want, and and explain why you why you why you keep Sunday. Why 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 you why you why you eat that hog? Knowing that stuff that there's uh you saying eleven chapter don't eat it don't touch it. Why you why you do what you do? We want to find out where you get these names from Lord God and Jesus from. It wasn't in the Bible because the elder reading the end time prophecy right now. We'll get back to Elder shortly after the young line of come on back by Titus and pick up at verse number five down to verse twelve. I hope I can just kinda of hold tight. Five to twelve. But again, in the Bible. Every verse it is a precept verse. Small steel boys tell you if you want to stop it there and precept that. Because remember, we got to get the teachers in place before the actual building of the building. Because if the building go up tomorrow, the teachers are not in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd be all over the place. And they, you know, and it's, that's why we come humble is to show you you got to understand these dark sands of this Bible. When you read the book of Revelation, this is end time prophecy. It's not talking about John Day. It's talking about our day. And he said, you know, to, to understand this thing, you have to put some time in, at least one hour a day, 24 hours. So he's he going to get away from you. Verse 5, come on in your line, you verse 5. Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, chapter 2, verse 5. This you understand, the fear of Yahweh, and find the knowledge of Yahweh. Verse 6, for Yahweh giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Verse 7, he layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is the buckler to them that walk uprightly. Verse 8, he keepeth the path of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Verse 9, this you understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, 
every good path. Verse 10, when wisdom enters into your mind, and knowledge is the pleasant of your soul. Verse 11, discretion should preserve you. Understanding should keep you. Verse 12, to deliver you from the way of the evil man and from the man that speaketh forward things. Verse 22, but the wicked should be cut off from the earth and the sinners should be rooted out of it. Yeah. So he said, I understand your word of Yahweh, then you understand that you say, why me? He said, why not you? You, you have to understand something. You got to first about this wicked. You got to know what wicked is talking about at this time. What do you apply for? Okay, see, a lot of things you must know. Matter of fact, I'm from Micaiah. Give me that Ezekiel 22 there, Brother Micaiah. Give me, give me 23 down to verse 28. Mm-hmm. He, he was telling Sears about some things, and um, he was a, a, a mother, and not And Ezekiel 37, can you get those three out of verse 1, 2, 3, 4, Mother, mother E? Before uh, Brother Micaiah read Ezekiel 22, Two and three down to verse twenty-eight. Hey, Mother E, can you help those three out in um thirty-seven verse one, two, three, four? What is there, Mother E? Book of Ezekiel, chapter thirty-seven, verse one, two, three, and four. Thirty-seven. No, it's thirty-seven. Ezekiel thirty-seven, verse one, two, three, and four. Verse 1 reads, The hands of the Yahweh was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Yahweh and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Verse 2, And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Verse 3, And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Yahweh, thus knowest. Verse 4, Again he said unto me, Prophesy, Upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the words of the Yahweh. Ain't that nice, Moses? How nice. So, the dry bones, it ain't explicit about the, the, the elbow is connected to the arm and all that. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what like that. That's that pretty simple. You know, knee bone good as That ain't what it's talking See, the dry bone is talking about a piece. He said, fear. You the man that I already know. I want to know about these dry bones. 
Now look at a Roman Catholic church that I knew you committed for. Well, if it's not talking about the elbow connected to the baseball, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, let's, um, let's, let's, uh, let Micaiah tell what you're talking about. So, uh, Micaiah, read verse 10 down, verse 12. Yep, to help out the Roman Catholic Church out of New York community board. What they talking about in verse 10 down to verse 12? Brother Makai, you're on the clock, come on. All right, we're going to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37. Picking up at verse number 10 down to what verse? 12. 12. Okay, the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse 10 down. I was trying to get to the to how far you want me to go down, to verse 12? Yeah, 10 to 12. Okay. The book of Ezekiel. Hold on, hold on, young man. Mother read the dry bones all, all the way, all the way back. Hey, 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 Mother E, all the way back. Read that verse 4 again, Mother. See, this is for the, the dry bones. The only way the dry bones can come back is mother getting ready to read verse 4 again. And what did it say again, that mother, in 37 verse 4 about these dry bones? Only you dry see? bones can come back. Yes, ma'am. Verse 4 again. You see, because chapter 37, verse 4. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, Hear the words of the Yahweh. So, so now, you know, in the Christians, they got a, a song behind that. And, and, and people, they, they believe the song. But we're going to precept and find out what the dry bones he's talking about. He's equal to see the prophesy by reading verse 10 down to verse 12. Watch the young lion when I'm up and coming teachers out of Carolina, Brother McKay, deliver the knockout blow between 10 through 12. Come out. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse 10 down to verse number 12. Verse 10 reads, So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Verse 11, Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole family of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dry, and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our part. Verse 12. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus says the YHWH Yahweh, Behold, O my people, I will open your grave and cause you to come up out of your grave. And bring you into the land of Israel. You got to give him the word. That's what he's saying. You got to give him the word. 
Now, and and you got to tell them, uh, brother Titus, and you got to tell them that the word that you want to get, they got to get seven down to verse 10. You got to let them know this word got some uh, Ezekiel 2, 7 down to verse 10 in it. See, now they got to hear you know, because everybody loves, they love their pastors and their deacons and everything else. But they don't like it. They don't like the old fear. Because Ezekiel had to come and receive the word from the Mr. Spirit in Ezekiel 2, 7 down to verse 10. What did it say that about Titus Israel? What did it say that? Come on. The book of Ezekiel the fear, chapter 2, verse 7 to verse 10. Ezekiel the fear, chapter 2, verse 7 reads, and you shall speak my words unto them, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, for they are most rebellious. Verse 8, But you, son of man, hear what I say unto you. Be you not rebellious like that rebellious family, nation. Open your mouth and eat that I give you. Verse 9, And when I look, behold, my hand was sent unto me, and lo, a roll of a book was therein. Verse 10, and he spread it before me, and it was written within and without. And there was written lamentation, mourning, and woe. There yeah. it is. This, 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 this is serious business. That's why I begin to let them tell you. It's an urgency for you to, the timeline, you ain't got but, um, According to take 34, you ain't got but an hour and 15 more minutes. That was 2,500 years ago. And you still dragging your feet. You still waiting on that preacher to tell you something from the news. <laughs> Verse 10 and 11. 10 and 11 and 27 there, young lion. 10 and 11 and 27. What is that, Brother Titus? 10 and 11, same book. Ezekiel chapter 2. Yeah, you're going to 3 and give me 10, 11, and 27. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 10, 11, and 27. Ezekiel the seer, chapter 3, verse 10 reads, Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto you, receive in your mind, and hear with your ears. Mm-hmm. Verse 11. And go get you to them of the captivity unto the children of your people, and speak unto them. And tell them, Duh, said Yahweh, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. Verse 27, read, But when I speak with you, I will open your mouth, and you shall say to them, Duh, said Yahweh, He that heareth, let him hear, and he that forbeareth, let him or her forbear, whether they for they are rebellious nations. Mm-hmm. And, and, and back up and read verse 8 and 9 there. Um, you know, just go ahead. Um, uh, because I'll tell you something. We prepared to do our part. How we know we prepared? Look what he, look what he says in verse 8 and 9. See, you, you got to know your mm-hmm. part on the Bible. Verse 8 and 9. What does that have? What does it say in verse 8 and 9? It's good to see it, chapter 3. 
verse 8 and verse 9. Ezekiel the Seer, chapter 3, verse 8. Behold, I have made your face strong against their face, mm-hmm. and your forehead strong against their forehead. Verse 9. As the adamant harder did flip, have I made your forehead. Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their look, though they be a rebellious family and nation. See, see, see we're not telling we you a WCC, Latter-day Saints, the Roman Catholic Church out of New York. We're not telling you. We know what Yahweh got written in the Bible. We prepared to deliver you up in just as Yahweh. And we know you. We know if you send any of your people to dispute anything we saying, we already know you're going to lose with the Bible. You're going to lose. Because every point, you, you know you're going to lose. We invite you. But the young lines get the table out there. You can sit on the east and south, north, west side, where you want to say that. They all got the microphones already ready. But put, put them, produce your call. We read over there in uh, the book of Isaiah, 41, 21. Produce your call. Tell us why you keep it Sunday. Tell us why you uh, do what you do. Tell us why you not have no friends on. We'll listen to you. The young lives got you. They prepared to, to, to take care of you. We will treat you nice. Yeah, we'll give you the microphone. But we want you to come with a 4121 of Isaiah. Produce your call. Why you got the people going to, to worship on Sunday? Sunday wrong day. Why you still eating hog? Why you not keeping nothing in the big of 23? Why you not doing sundown Friday, sundown Saturday? Why you not keeping no laws in the Bible? Why you got a confession booth going on and don't see folks confess to us a man? And if somebody that, that Yahweh said after that, and if you let him hear, let him hear something, then we might read that verse for you before this night over there. How long? But if we don't do it, we'll do it Wednesday night. Or you come on to catch the young lions tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Hell, rehearse the right side with the people. Hell, talk. That's up to you. That's up to you. Now, um, Brother Joe, we know you're holding something from here, Brother Joe. And now it's time for you to deliver that Matthew chapter 13, verse 44 to 46, there, Brother Joe. Hey, Brother Joe. What's Matthews. going on with that Matthew? Well, hold on, Brad Joe. What's my pick? Oh, you go. Let's go take it. Let's go, Let's go. Uh, Matthew chapter 13, verse 44 down to verse 46. That's Brad Joe. Now, I'm trying to figure you to deliver. Come on. Come on, Brad Joe. Matthew chapter 13, verse 44 to 46. And it reads, again, the kingdom of heaven. Is like unto the treasure hid in a field, the which, when a man hath found, he hid it, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Verse 44. Again. The kingdom of heaven is lost unto a merchant, man, 
seeking goodly pearls. Verse 46. Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. He said, the kingdom is like this. It's a kingdom that you're not going to be conformed to this world when it comes down to Yahweh's business. You're going to make sure you got Yahweh's business out the way. And read verse 44 again there, Brother Joe. Get my thoughts together. Read verse 44 again there, Brother Joe. Verse 44. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field the which when a man hath found he hid it and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buy it he said, um, he said, the kingdom of, of Yahweh is this life. And when you find to understand this, that means you don't let nobody get in your way. You you won't let no better have Uncle Willie, uh, Uncle uh, Baba, uh, Sister Mary Anderson, you won't let nobody get in your way when it comes down to Yahweh's business. Because you know... You ain't going to be conformed to this world because you know it's a world coming that's much better, and you is designed to make sure you make it happen. Now, we're going to precept that with uh, Mother Mother E. Precept that in Mark chapter 8, verse 36 to 38, Mark. We're going to Mark chapter 8. Hey, Mother E, we're going to Mark chapter 8. And we'll look at verse 36 down to verse 38. And we'll see what's going on. See, this is how you got to look at this thing. It ain't no argument. ain't no conversation. When it's Yahweh's time, you got to make sure you're in the right presence. I'm saying this is Yahweh's time. I want my blessing. I won't leave by example. Mark chapter 8, 36 to 38. What does that have, Mother E? Okay, Mark chapter 8, verse 36 to 38. Mark chapter 8, verse 36. Mark chapter 8, verse 36 to 38. Verse 36. But what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? 37. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Verse 38. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my word in this adulterous and sinful generation of him also shall the son of man be ashamed when he come in 
the glory of his Father with the righteous ministering spirit. Mm-hmm. Amen. You got a you got a problem with what you got on the table? Just keep it. Just, just, just hold what you got. Hey, Mother, give me um, Matthew sixteen twenty-seven. Give me a precept on that, Mother. Give me Matthew. Let me go on back to our elder, and we'll get back into that revelation. So he said, you, "You're saying my name? Okay, fine. Hold what you got. You 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 hand what I what I like." He said, "What I like is." You keeping the days that I got rid of my vow. Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday. That's my day. Huh? That day you bump shoulders and you compel them to come, 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 come in. Continue to do it the way you want to do it. You're going to be ashamed of me. My time going to be on the clock and I'm going to be ashamed of you. But when I get ashamed of you, it, it's written in 1927 of Brother Micaiah, but when, when, but when when I get shame of you and when my time to come, I already got it written. And Luke uh, 1927, my part of being ashamed of you. See, it's different between you being ashamed of me. That's what he said. But let me show you when I'm ashamed of you, what, what I got written by me being ashamed of you in the book called um, Luke 1927. What does that have, Brother Makai is written? What does it say there? Book of Luke, chapter 19, up at first number 27. The Book of Luke, chapter 19, verse number 27, and it reads, But those my enemies, which would not, that I should ring over them, bring here, and slay them before me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, him being ashamed of you, but he's he going to say, look at wherever you at, I don't care where you at. I don't care if you just hit up by a frog. I'm going to have a frog, hey, put it back together and bring him before me. And bring him before me. See, that's the power this man got. So you going to be saying my what? I'm told you what's good, old man. We read here last night lesson. We didn't read in this lesson. We read Michael 6, verse 8. He said, I am told you, old man, what's good. You won't be saying to me, continue to be saying to me then. Um, <laughs> I'm okay, give me that Exodus, I mean, Ezekiel 22 now. Now I can stand at 23 down to 28. So we got to find out who's behind this thing. You need to know who's behind everything you got going on. See, you need to know in writing, or you won't be speculating nothing. You already know. Ezekiel 22, 23 down to verse 28, what does it say? All right, we're going to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 22 now. We're going to read verse 23 down to verse 28. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 22, verse 23 down to 28. Verse 23 reads, And the word of the wise W.A. Joshua came unto me, saying, verse 24, Son of man, say unto her, You are the land that is not clean, nor reigned upon in the day of indignation, excuse me, nor reigned upon in the day of indignation. 25. There is a conspiracy of her. There is a conspiracy of her seers in the midst thereof. Like a roaring lion wavering. 
But then you know what Yahweh well, say? But what you gonna do in the end now? We find out what those seers and the six hundred caps are telling you, and the young lion teachers are telling you and the elders that you you gonna you gonna do some damage to you. What you gonna do in the end? So think about. It. Hey, come on back, hey, El. What are El in in that uh, end time prophecy? In that let the sweet be quiet and get and get that in all the way down to verse fourteen. Hey, El, come on back to that fourteen, verse six down to verse fourteen. I'm gonna try to do a little herbal tea. I ain't gonna try to precept nothing. We just gonna let you speculate all this good stuff, but it's gonna speak for itself. Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, 14, 6 down to verse 14, end time prophecy. The table is six. You're on the clock tomorrow. Where you at, Elder? Where's my hill there? What'd you say, WCP? Still, we got to mute somebody behind us. We just got to be The elder is keep talking for tonight. Where's your radio station? What can I say? Uh, Brother Titus. Yes, sir. Pick that up in uh, the 14th or 16th. Down to verse 14, come on. Inside prophecy, Revelation chapter 14, verse 6. All the way down to what verse? Verse 6 all the way down to 14. Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 reads, And I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting covenant, to teach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, and kindred, and tongue, and people. Verse 7. Then with a loud voice, fear Yahweh, and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. And worship him that made heaven and earth, and the sea, and the fountains of war. Verse 8. And there follow another angel, saying, Babylon is falling, is falling, that great city, because she made all nations drink the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Verse 9, and the third angel followed them, saying, with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. Verse 10, the saints should drink of the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, which poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. Uh, hold on, hold on, that young line. Read, read some two verses again, real slow. What did you just got through saying? Um, hey, Mother, Mother, have me second Ezra chapter 8, verse 28, and Brother Joe, tell me Ecclesiastes three eighteen, and Brother Tanya, tell me Second Peter, chapter two, verse 14, twelve through fourteen. Now, read them two verses again. Now, uh, young line, what did he say again? What did he say again? Okay, the last two verses. Okay, Revelation. Yeah, uh, nine, yeah. yeah read verse nine and ten. Hey, Mother, tell me that. 
second Ezra eight, verse twenty eight. And Brother Joe, tell me Ecclesiastes out of regular book three eighteen. Be already turned to be ready to be cocked and loaded and come back to you. And young man Micaiah, help me that second Peter chapter two, two it on to verse fourteen. What did you just say in verse nine and ten again now? Anti-prophecy, Revelation, chapter 14, verse 9 and 10. Revelation, chapter 14, verse 9. And the third angel followed them, saying, with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. Verse 10. The same should drink of the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he should be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the righteous angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Hmm. Uh, 13. And give me uh one, two, three, fifteen to eighteen there. Um uh, give me that thirteen, one, two, three, four, and fifteen on the verse eighteen. I, I need a little bit more that. I hope everybody got what they got what they got waiting on me now. And Revelation thirteen, one, two, three, four, and skip out of fifteen to eighteen now. So time to put it And time prophecy. Revelation chapter thirteen, verse one through four. 15 to 18. Revelation chapter 13, verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. <laughs> verse 2. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear. And his mouth, and the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. Verse 4, and I saw one of his head, as it was wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. Verse 4, and they worshipped the dragon, which gave power to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him? Verse 15 to 18. And he had power to give light unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak, and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Verse 16. And he calls all, both small and great, Rich and poor, free and bound, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. Verse 17. And that no man might buy or sell, save he or she that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Verse 18. Here is wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast. But it is the number of a man. And his number is six hundred. Three scores to six. And that was his number here, huh? Six, six, six. 
That means he got six, six, six. That means that he is complete, urgency, and he ain't going to get no better. That means he can never hit convection. He's incomplete. He can never be complete. He cannot make it to be complete. On him being six, 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 three times, and it's a number of the man that they say is the beast. Now, let's run down that beast real quick there. Come on, mother. What you, what you working with that mother? Come on. Seven years with chapter eight, verse 38. 28. 28. Okay. 28. Second year. Second year is chapter four. Chapter eight. Verse 28. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Verse 28. Think not upon those things. Think not upon those that have walked rigidly before thee, but remember them which according to thy will have known thy work, thy fear. That's all you can get out of 28, mother. Can I get a little bit more of that? Uh, that's the end of 28. Yeah, that's the end of 28, mother. That was all of 28. Yeah, I need... Well, hold on, mother. I need something. Look down the real camp. I need something about a beast. Somewhere up in there, I need some out of beast up in there. So now I need to hear some out of about a word called a beast. Is it in twenty eight or twenty nine? I need some about a beast, mother. Do you see anything about a beast? Oh, we got twenty nine. First twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine. Thank you, that young man. Come on, mother. Give me that twenty nine. Okay. Second is chapter eight, verse twenty nine. Let it not be that that they will let it not be they will thy will to destroy them which have lived like beasts but to look upon them that have clearly taught thy law. So now you know so you know you ain't talking about no regular snake, no regular beast. Because I don't care how good that that dog or that horse is, they can't read your law. Clay talking about somebody else. Hey, um, let's go. What they talking about that we can read, Brother Job? Uh, Brother Job and, and that's 318 of the book of Ecclesiastes, there, Brother Job. So what are they talking about that can understand the law, but they ain't going to do right? Make it plain, uh, Brother Job and... Peter chapter 2, verse 12, and it reads, But these 
as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, spake evil of the things that they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. Verse 13. And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness, as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. But they are in blemish, sporting themselves with their own deceiving while they seek to win you. Verse 14. Having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot see from sin, beguiling unstable souls, and mind they have exercised with covetous practices. Cursed children. Read that stuff. You know the man saying when you preach up the Bible about this beast? This beast, he jumped on unstable souls. He jumped on souls and tell them, no, you ain't got to keep Sunday, I mean, Friday night to Saturday night. You can keep Sunday morning. Or you can have cock today. That's unstable souls. Y'all said what he said, and that's the end of it. Going over to the book of Daniel to see chapter 4, and we're going to pick it up at verse number 32. The book of Daniel to see chapter 4, verse 32. The book of Daniel to see chapter 4, 32 reads, And they shall drive you from me, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make you to eat grass as oxen, and seven times, Shall pass over you until you know that the Most High Yahweh rule in the kingdom of men and give it it to whomsoever He will. Mm-hmm. Hey, you you have to know this man right here. He calls all the shots and his beast. Come on now, brother Joe. What about this beast in three eighteen? Come on, brother Joe. Ecclesiastes three eighteen, and it reads. <laughs> I said in my mind concerning the estate of the sons of men that Yahweh, the son, might manifest them and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. So uh, we just picked, you just said the son of the son, Yahqua the son. You mean Yahqua the son is is way back here in the in the book of Solomon's book of Ecclesiastes three eighteen. I, I wonder if we can get a precept on that to find out that um, Yahqua the son is way back here. Because you put in Yahqua the son. So, um, but Joe, since you put him in there. Can you give me a precept on what he had in his book in his, in his book that we can read? A quick precept there by Joe. Did you call him Yahweh the Son, way over in 318? How about a precept on that? 
Warren Panel can give me a precept since, since uh, WC said, I don't see no y'all brought a son there. So now, if they don't make a statement, they don't see no y'all brought a son there. That means that Brother Joe put a statement out there. So who can, hit, who can pull Brother Joe out? If I hit Brother Joe out, uh, because WC says, aha, we got you now. There ain't no Yachwada son right there. What's the precept there? Well, Brother Joe put it out there. Hey, who can pull Brother Joe out with the precept that that's Yachwada son right there? Is anybody on the on, 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 on board? Who can help him out? Let's go. Let's, let's just, well, Brother Joe, read St. John chapter 5 and pick it up at verse number 37. We can start off right there just to get a kick off. But, but go ahead, go ahead, kick it off. Go ahead, and kick it off that brother McCarty. Let's let's see, let's right. see what we. Since the WCC, they said, "Aha, we got you now." Mm-hmm. It ain't no Yahweh's son, no three eighteen. What a precept at? Let's drop the precept and find out that that he he did say the right thing. But once anybody, you gotta be cocked and loaded. The precept. When you say something, you gotta be cocked and loaded. What you got there, brother McCarty? All right, the book of. Uh... St. John chapter 5, verse 37, and 43, and 46, and 47. The book of St. John chapter verse 37 reads, And the Father himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. Verse 43, I come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. Verse 46. For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. 47. But if you believe not his writing, how shall you believe my word? Hey. All right. Now, who, who else want to do some precepts? This brother Joe threw out there, Yahweh the Son, and who else? Anybody? Let Joe see a throw on in. Let me see how I throw on in. Uh, hey, Marie. Give me the 24th Verse 44 and verse 45. Verse 44 reads, 
And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you. While I no, was yet with you, that all things what, what must be which were written in the law of Moses and in the seer and in the psalm concerning me. Verse 45. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scripture. Oh, so he's saying in verse 44, he was the one in the scriptures. So if that's the case, if he was the one in the scriptures, um, let's find out in 14, verse 21, of Job, of Jeremiah. Since he's in the scriptures then, then we're supposed to be able to pick him up in 1421, um, Mother can we pick him up in Jeremiah 17 verse 12 A glorious high throne From the beginning Is the place of our temple Wait a minute Wait a minute Brother Joe I mean um, Brother Titus It says Read that again I don't know Yes sir What you said again the book of Jeremiah, to see chapter 17, verse 12. A glorious high throne from the beginning is the place of our temple. Well, well, wait a minute. The word I will do, the I will means, uh, how many, do that mean uh, more than one? Do that mean more than one? I will, huh? What do I will mean? means more than one. Do that mean more than one? Hallelujah, huh? one. I means more than one. So I mean more than one, huh? Hallelujah, one. Uh, give me Isaiah 57, verse 15. Uh, brother. Right. So, 
in Jeremiah's days, the angels telling that the sanctuary from the beginning is in heaven is our sanctuary. So that lets me know that that is, is that more than one? Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. Uh, in Isaiah 57, verse 15, what it say? The book Isaiah, it says, chapter 57, verse 15, read. But thus said the high Yahweh, and lovely one, that habited eternity, whose name is righteous, I dwell in the high, and the righteous place with him, also that is of a contrite and humble spirit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. How many? How many uh, mighty ones in verse fifteen? How many mighty ones in verse fifteen? Yeah, how many? Can anybody help me out? How many is um is I dwell in a high and lofty place with him? How many is I in him? How many is that? That's two. 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 I and him. I and him. So you mean is the ones of eternity well before the birth of Joseph and Mary? He tell Isaiah that I live in the high and holy place with him. Is that what we reading? Hallelujah. We read. So how many is that? That's two. That's two, huh? Okay. Well, Brother Joe, what it says in 17, 1 through 5 now, Brother Joe, come on. St. John 17, 1 through 5. What it say? Uh, Brother Joe, we're in uh, the 17th chapter. Of the book of St. John, 17, 1 through 5. Brother Joe, come on. I'm right here. 17, 17. 1 through 5. Hold on, let me see. You can't hear me on my mic. Hold on. Pick it up on Micaiah, 1 through 17, 1 through 5. Going to the book of St. John. Chapter 17, verse 1 down to verse 5. The book of St. John, 17, verse 1 down to verse 5. Verse 1 reads, These words spake Yahweh the Son, and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, The hour is come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you. Verse 2. As you have given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. Verse 3. And this is life eternal, that they might know you, the only true Yahweh, the Father, and Yahweh, the Son, whom you have sent. Verse number 4. I have glorified you in the on the earth i have finished the work which you gave me to do verse five and now oh father by you me 
with your own self with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Hey, that's uh, You mean that the song was back there in the beginning? Yeah, that's, that's what you can call it, y'all, all the promises. He's back there in the beginning. Before the world was, he was there. Hey, Brother Joe, give me your St. John 8, 14 down to verse 19. What does that have, Brother Joe? St. John, John 8. 8. 14 down to
him to take care of his business. Close saving him over. Catch the winds tonight or catch on tomorrow on the broadcast. What's your close saving is? Best three mothers in for a commentary. Come on. Thank you, praising Yahweh for the class. Thank you, praising Yahweh for the teacher. Thank you, praising Yahweh for the fear. Thank you, praising Yahweh for the ones that listen. I said to the listeners, to each and everyone, to hold on. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Sit where they sit and remain there 
a astonished astonished among them them seven days verse sixteen and it come to pass at the end of seven days that the word of the Yahweh came unto me saying verse seventeen Son of man I have made you a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the words at my mouth and give them warning for me. Verse eighteen. When I when I when I say unto the wicked, thus shall surely die, and you give him not warning, neither speak nor speak to one the wicked from for, from his wicked ways and save and save his life, then the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at your hand. And I'm going to stop at 19. It's a lot more, but I'm going to stop here. Yet, if uh, yes, uh, yea, if thou warn the wicked, and he turned from his wicked, yet if I warn the wicked, and he turned not from not. his wickedness, I said, if if the if yea, if he warn the wicked. And he turned not from his wicked wickedness and mm-hmm. from his wicked ways. He shall die in his iniquity. But the but thou but thou has delivered thou self. Hallelujah! 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 Well, Moses, you want to see anybody? When it comes down to swinging for the ground, slam, Moses, you your point. Remember, you're going to be awarded coming to the place. The ones that sit on the sideline look, look behind the window, they ain't going to be rewarded because Yahweh is in control of everything. So you on point, no doubt about it. Hey, um, brother Joe. In St. John chapter 8, verse 14 out of verse 19, and close saying that by Joe. What did it say that by Joe? And then uh, St. John chapter 8, 14 down to verse 19. Brother Joe, you're on the clock. Come on. That's what I'll be with you. Chapter 8, verse 14. Yeah. Down to 19. And it reads, That's why the son answered and said unto them, Though I bear witness, record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I came and whither I go. But ye cannot tell whence I come and whither I go. Verse 15, ye judge after the flesh. I judge no man. Verse 15, and yet... If I judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I and the Father 
that sent me. Verse 17, it is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. Verse 18, I am one that bear witness of myself and the Father that sent me bear witness of me. Verse 19. Then said they unto him, Where is thy father? Yahweh, the son answered, Ye neither know me nor my father. If ye had but known me, ye should have known my father. Also, mm-hmm. hey, so, that, so, so, how many, so how many is that? Is that um two in the business or the same in the business? But you got that by two. Is that two in the business or is it the same? But you got that by No, it's two individuals. Yahweh the Father wow. and Yahweh the Son. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lazarus, come forth. 
Verse 44. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot, with the grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. That's why the son said it to him, loose him and let him go.
Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord. It was 57. Okay, well, back about 55. Give me 55 and 56 there. 55. Make it 55. The book of Acts, chapter 7, verse 55. Verse 55, read. But he, being full of the righteous spirit, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of Yahweh the Father and Yahweh the Son standing on the right hand of Yahweh the Father. How many, how many Yahweh did you see there? Um, I mean, Makai, how many you see there? How many there? Two Yahweh. Two Yahweh. And, 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 and what is the name? Yahweh the Father and Yahweh the Son. So you so you see the two, huh? Oh, Yahweh. Uh, first Peter three twenty two. Three twenty two. Now remember Peter was came by the Almighty. Now I wanna know something. When you read first first Peter three twenty two, what it says from Micaiah. The book of first Peter chapter three, verse twenty two, read. Who is going into heaven and he and is on the right hand of Yahweh the Father. Angels and authority and powers being made subject unto him. Now, Peter said, so how many Yahweh Peter said he did he see? Two Yahweh. Two Yahweh. So now, now, where did Peter pull this from? Now, Peter had to pull this from somewhere. Oh, uh, Psalms one ten verse one. What it say in one ten verse one? Going over to the book of Psalms. We're going to read chapter 110. We want to read verse number one. The book of Psalms, chapter one, verse number one, and it reads, The Yahweh, the Father, said unto my Yahweh, the Son, Sit you at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. How many Yahweh's is there? Two Yahweh. <laughs> Yahweh, the Father, and Yahweh, the Son. Made the world. 
verse number three, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when we had by himself purged our sins, <laughs> sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Verse mm-hmm. 10. And you. That's it. That's, oh. that's it. That's three. How many Yaquas is that? Two Yaquas. Yaquas the Father what? and yeah. Yaquas the Son. That's when you're You hear that mouth? That ain't but two. It ain't inside his body. Two y'all The father and the son. That's the one from the beginning. That's it. Excellent. Catch you all the Wednesday night or tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Young line, take a home. Excellent, your part. Go see a very happy. Come on. Oh, thank y'all.